With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. There's a few here, and I reckon Ben Damon might have a nomination as well, and he joins us right now, Ben Damon, uh, for main event all over the boxing. We've got a massive fight this weekend. We've got Tim Zhu on the horizon again. Ben, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, Mr. Brightside, I reckon. I don't know yeah. why, but everyone, oh, seems to, spot on. everyone seems to run to the, uh, well, dance floor or create a dance floor, don't they, when that song comes on? I don't know what the relevance is. I don't think anything's going to top Jack Rewalt joining the Killers on stage after Richmond finally won a flag. That, uh, as far as moments <laughs> goes, was pretty unique. Anyway, um, mate, this uh, Tyson Fury, uh, Deontay Wilder fight, the, the trilogy. Uh, they've had the weigh-ins. I've seen them gobbling off at each other uh, this morning, which you'd expect nothing less. Um, mate, what's the latest with this fight? Should be, uh, should be a beauty. Yeah, that was um, fascinating, the uh, the weigh-in this morning. Um, we had it live on Fox, and, um, yeah, they sort of took it to a new level. They obviously don't like each other, and they've got plenty of history having fought twice, and um, particularly after everything that Deontay Wilder said after the last fight. He accused Tyson Fury of um, doctoring his gloves and putting all sorts of things in them and doing this and that and all sorts of um, wild accusations. So I think that's really uh, enhanced where Fury's taken things. And, um, yeah, he went to another level in terms of his sledging at the weigh-in today. Um, the most notable thing, really, that happened, aside from all that, was that they're both uh, heavier than they've ever been. Fury, just a couple of kilos more than he was last time around when he was at his heaviest, so he's gone heavier again. But Deontay Wilder, he's significantly heavier than he has been ever before. So four kilos more than he was last time that he fought, which was in the second fight against Tyson Fury. But about 12 kilos um, more than he has been at other stages of his career. So he's really tried to add a lot of bulk, um, a lot of size. And and obviously what he wants to do is render Tyson Fury unconscious because really that's his only chance of winning. But he, um, he has a big chance because he's the biggest puncher in, in boxing at the moment and maybe the biggest puncher in the history of the sport. Yeah, Ben, I saw the uh, the Wilder Fury um, thing on Fox, and he he does look he, he does look bigger, uh, Wilder, but he he looks cut, he looks fit, he, he's changed up his training regime, he, he looks in in really good shape. Yeah, he's been doing a lot more weights. He's been pretty vocal about that, and he's um, really tried to add a lot of size. He's naturally a, a huge man, but he's um, he doesn't carry a lot of weight. He, it just falls off him. So he's really tried to add some size to himself and a lot of that would come back to what happened in that second fight he, he came up with a lot of excuses as to why he was beaten including that his uh, suit that he wore to the ring was too heavy <laughs> after that last fight but um, never really I, what happened I never tried that one <laughs> let me just write that <laughs> one down <laughs> Oh, he went to the absolute bottom of the barrel. He came up with just about everything. But um, he, he said his water was spiked as well. He sacked his um, corner man who threw in the towel when he was being battered. 
But um, really, he has gone back and had a look at that fight. And he's, he's figured out that what happened is that Tyson Fury was just too big and was able to lay on top of him, use that weight and push him around and really dominate him. So he's trying to be a bit stronger and a bit bigger and more of a presence in the ring uh, in this fight. And um, it, it'll be interesting to see how that impacts his ability to throw his shots because he's been such a devastating puncher as a lighter man. So now that he's heavier... Uh, the query is whether that enhances or, or detracts from what he already has in his arsenal. Maybe he's going to be slower as he moves around the ring. Maybe he's not going to be able to find Tyson Fury, but maybe it adds to his power. And now if he hits Fury, he won't be waking up. Um, yeah, Tyson Fury is he's king of the dad bods, basically. He's, um, he's never going to win a, a bodybuilding contest, I dare say, but that's not what he's about. I saw you interview him through the week and he's, He's pretty articulate. He's pretty to the point. Um, sharp. What's sharper? His his wordsmith abilities in in cutting replies, or his ability to to dodge a punch and and tag an opponent. Yeah, I had a mate this week uh, after watching that say he's going to be in Hollywood movies as a as a lead actor, Tyson Fury, and I, I think that's just about right. He's got such a presence to him, and he he really is brilliant with the turn of phrase and. Um, he's got a, a great amount of character, um, but he's just such a sublime boxer. He's six foot nine, but he moves like a middleweight, and he's just so hard to hit. We saw in the first fight between this pair that Deontay Wilder can find him, and he can land big shots on him. And even early in the second fight, he did land a couple of shots, but he's just so difficult to hit cleanly because he's always moving, and he's been boxing since he was four years of age. It's it's in his blood, you know, so... Um, yeah, he's, he's an incredible character, but he's also a, a fantastic boxer for a heavyweight. Whereas Deontay Wilder, he's more your brute power sort of specimen. He's just there to try and knock people out. Fury, he's not about that, but last time he said that's what he was going to do, and it's exactly what he did do. So we wait and see which version of Tyson Fury we see in the ring tomorrow, whether it is going to be that boxer who tries to get a decision or if it is going to be the brute who dominated Wilder in that second fight. Ben, is it important for the boxing game to have the heavyweights? I think yeah, as a sport, look, to have the two heavyweights and these guys are generally you know, have a bit of a, a dislike for each other, is it important to keep you know the sport in, in the forefront of, of people's minds? Oh, yeah. If the heavyweight division's strong, then boxing's strong. And at the moment, we have a really, really strong heavyweight division. We went through that period after the golden era of the 90s with the Tysons and Holyfields and Lennox Lewis and, and the like. And then we sort of had a, a, an era dominated essentially by the Klitschkos. And yep. they were phenomenal boxers, but not very entertaining. And they weren't uh, particularly entertaining outside the ring either. So it didn't really capture the imagination of the sporting public. But now... We've got these guys like your Wilders and your Furies. And, and Wilder's really important too because he's an American. So that gets uh, America back on board with the uh, with the heavyweight division where they sort of had dipped away with the Eastern Europeans dominating. Then there's obviously Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua is the other big star of the division. But he was beaten uh, a couple of weeks ago by Alexander Usyk, a Ukrainian uh, cruiserweight who'd gone up to heavyweight. So, um, yeah, it's sort of unsettled where things are at. But the division is really exciting again. There's a lot of characters. And, and the great thing about it is they're all fallible in some way. Wilder, well, he can't box. He can just punch. That's all he can do. Tyson Fury, prior to his last fight, we didn't think he could punch. We just thought he could just he could box. So he seems to be the, the standout at the moment. And Anthony Joshua, well, he keeps getting upset by people that he's expected to beat. Andy Ruiz and Alexander Usyk. And now Usyk's in that mix as well because he's got a fair few of the belts. So it's a very, very interesting time in the heavyweight division. And hopefully at some point, what we're going to have is one fighter with all of the belts in the division. We got close to it with Fury 
against Joshua was meant to take place around now. But instead, we've got this fight for the WBC version of the belt. And then we've got Alexander Usyk holding all of the others. And he's got a rematch with Anthony Joshua at some point. So maybe late last year, we have that unification bout we've been waiting for. Tim Zhu. Uh, so just over a month until he's scheduled to fight uh, November 17 on the Gold Coast. Firstly, um, what's the latest as to where that location will be and how Tim's going to prepare for that, given that uh, the border between where he lives uh, in Sydney and also Queensland is locked? Yeah, well, at the moment, the plan is for everyone involved in the fight, including myself and um, and the fighters on the undercard and trainers and and others involved in the promotion are meant to be going into sort of a bubble situation uh, on the Gold Coast, leaving uh, late October uh, ahead of a couple of weeks in the bubble before you you head out and um, have the last week of promotion on the Goldie. But that's not due to take place until uh, sort of the 26th, 27th of October. Between now and then, as we know, anything could happen. So Mm. uh, no limits to promoters. They've got everything booked for the uh, Gold Coast uh, Convention Centre. So that is the plan for November 17. But they know if things do change, maybe they'll have to switch to Sydney. So there's there's a, a little bit of um, an insurance policy going on with regards to maybe having to switch that fight to Sydney if, if things do change. But their preference is to just continue on and, and go ahead with, um, with things on the Gold Coast. It's been tricky for Tim because um, his gym has been closed. He hasn't been able to go and and do all of his training. But uh, thankfully, another gym in Sydney has had uh, things set up for professional boxers to, to go and train and um, to, to continue on uh, as normal. And he's been able to shift his training to that gym. So uh, he, he seems to be well prepared and, and ready, regardless of, um, of whether it heads to the Goldie or if it is in Sydney. Um, as for Takeshi Inoue, his opponent, well, he's got to come out from Japan and then do a couple of weeks um, in another uh, quarantine facility um, before he completes the last of his training uh, on on in in Queensland, rather, and uh, heads towards this fight on November seventeenth. Uh, the undercard for this fight, Ben, on mainevent.com.au. What are, what other fights are there to look forward to on the uh, the Fury Wilder card? Oh, it's all heavyweights tomorrow. So there's four fights in total, and they're all heavyweight fights. Um, some really good ones as well. Um, some some up and coming stars of uh, the heavyweight division. Uh, there's a rematch between Robert Hellenius and uh, Kalnaki, which is a, a really interesting fight. Effia Jagber is in the um, in the co-main, a massive puncher originally from Nigeria up against uh, uh, a Cuban heavyweight. So, yeah, it'll be a, a really entertaining card with some some big guys, and uh, it all culminates in that massive trilogy fight between Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury. And um, well, anything could happen in that fight because we've got um, we've got such a slick boxer, one of the best boxing heavyweights we've ever seen, and a devastating puncher in Deontay Wilder, who's uh, going to be trying to throw his shots and and do what he couldn't do the last time around. Ben Damon, really appreciate the update, mate. Looking forward to that fight tomorrow. You can get it, of course, on main event, maineventcomau But as we say goodbye, mate, uh, you opened up with this. Your nomination for the floor filler got you going at a club. Might get you going through quarantine when you get out amongst it on Broadbeach there, some of the establishments. Just go up to the DJ and request this, mate. Thanks for your time this morning. Will do. Thank you. I'm pumped now. Thanks, Billy. <laughs> Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um... Occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. 
For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.